We are back, man. It feels like we haven't done this in weeks. I know it was only like a few days because we did the emergency pod, but skipping Sunday, it feels like we haven't done this in a long, long time. We haven't talked since like five wrestling shows. That's unlike us. So we got a lot to get to on this episode. This is episode 108 of the TFW podcast. You guys know the deal. That's freaking wrestling. I am Matt, your host, joined by my two incredible, beautiful co-hosts, Rhodesia's in the house, Eshan's in the house. Um, We got a lot to get to, you know, so let's just kind of just get right into it. Like I said, we haven't talked since the emergency pod. Shout out to you guys for listening to the emergency pod and watching it. Um, really strong numbers on the podcast side from that. So it looked like you guys wanted it. So we are glad we could give it to you. So we'll, of course, talk a little bit about that, too, because we haven't talked since. So, like, some new developments have come to fruition from SmackDown and from Raw. We'll get into all that. Uh, Before we get into that, I do want to talk about a couple of things. One, um, we had to skip Sunday's podcast uh, from a personal matter. Uh, If you guys follow us on Twitter, if you don't follow us on Twitter, that's FNW. Uh, My dad is sick, and we're, of course, from Michigan. We live in Chicago now, so we had to drive over the past weekend, Rhodesia and I, to go see him. He's not doing the best at all. So continued thoughts and prayers from you guys would be appreciated. Shout out to everybody that sent me either DMs or hit me with the prayer emojis or said something really nice to me or shot me a text message. Uh, Our guy, Tyler, from uh, Gimmick Infringement Podcast, actually sent me uh, some flowers, which was beyond a beautiful gesture. So that's my guy over there. He knows that. But just shout out to everybody who has put in a a positive thought for us and for me. Please continue to do so. uh, Just to get the strength to get through this is probably what I would ask from you guys. But um, wanted to get that out the way. Of course, you know I like to share with you guys what's going on. That's why we skipped Sunday's podcast. I tried to do it. E was like, dude, relax. (laughs) Sit back. Do not try it. Rhodesia was like, Matt, relax. Chill out. Don't do it. So we did not do it. Uh, But we did get home Sunday just in time to watch the Super Bowl. Which I find out, Ishan, your girl over here is a gatekeeper. You know those people who like feel like, I watch this first, I know this first, I don't need no new people in the situation? I, I didn't know she was a gatekeeper. So we're sitting there watching the Super Bowl, and everybody knows, you know, when it comes to football, I'm all about Goat Mahomes, right? Goat Mahomes wins another one. Been all about Kansas City for years. Rhodesia was all about Kansas City, too, until this year, for some reason. Come to find out, the reason why she wasn't this big Kansas City person, and then she you said she wanted snitch. San Francisco to win, was You're because it's just such of a Taylor Swift. And she went on this 30-second Hill promo to Lil' Matt about Taylor Swift ain't been here through the tough times, and she don't know football. She wasn't shooting with him her. in the gym? <laughs> I said, you are a damn gatekeeper. I didn't know that was a thing with you. I'm a little disappointed. I like Taylor Swift. See? He's not a gatekeeper. Right, because he doesn't like NFL like as much as I do. Damn, now, basketball, down, but basketball he does. No, All right, no, so no, no. So, if, so look, so say if Taylor Swift and Kelsey break up, right, and come May, she starts dating an NBA player. And come NBA Finals, they show her, you know, once every half hour. Are you going to feel any different about Taylor Swift? Are you going to turn to a gatekeeper, too? Or are you going to say, hey, look, it's all good. She liked to watch basketball with us. Come join the NBA family. You know, just like I like my women in the kitchen cooking, 
Shaking oh that thing. I like them in the stands cheering for oh their men. So she's all good for me. And I, I can't stand this show how things are said that was in told in confidence of secret and the way it's been told is not exactly how it went down. But I'm not even about to get into this because this is that freaking wrestling and it's not mm -hmm. talking about the NFL and Taylor Swift. You're trying to cancel our show before we can even like get to no. the millions. No. Yeah, but now the, the Swifties, they be on it. So you're right. Like your DNA samples will be all over the internet by the time mm -hmm. this hits. So, yeah, you're right. Take all that out. We'll, we'll edit all that out. Um, last housekeeping note before we get to it. Uh, last week, last Thursday, actually, uh, I was a guest on the, Te the Devin Cox experience. My guy, Delvin Cox from X. Uh, great podcast. We recorded that last week. It's going to drop this Thursday. So make sure you check that out. Once again, that's Delvin Cox experience. You can check it out on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can check out delving on x as well but had a really good conversation about an hour it was actually right after the press conference we talked a little bit about that but we also talked about just kind of you know uh black representation in pro wrestling uh he he asked some really funny questions at the beginning it's five questions like from a personal perspective so i kind of share some stuff there so thank you guys if you guys enjoy our podcast definitely check that out once again that's the devin cox experience so Let's start with The Rock. Ishan, last time we talked, it was the end of the press conference. You were on cloud nine. Cody's getting his moment. We were kind of talking about some what-if scenarios. And it looks like now, after watching that Triple H promo on Friday, and we've seen on X that he said he's turned heel, that now Rock is a full-blown heel. He is digging his feet in completely to this. What are your guys' thoughts on now knowing that he is 100% heel, Roman and Rocket will be on SmackDown this Friday, which I can't wait for. They've moved like 1,200 tickets since that announcement, so they'll have another sellout, which is insane, just how hot they are. But what's your guys' thoughts about now knowing that, all right, Rock has dug his heels in. There is no Rock and Roman night two of WrestleMania. We'll see. We'll see what they do with night one. But he's a heel now, and he's going with it, even though he could be running for president soon, and he's got Moana 2 coming out. He's got all this other stuff going on. He's all about the sports entertainment piece. For me, guys, we're officially on the road to Cody Mania. And I'm loving it all. Every bump in this road I am here for. I love the other uh, Rock Hill. Um, I actually, I don't remember, you know, two days ago was like two weeks ago for me. Um, so I don't re actually remember what The Rock said on Instagram or Twitter, but I remember I was... Reading it to uh, my wife, Katrina, and I was like, listen to all these F-bombs, all this cursing that The Rock is doing. Said Cody and won't it's do that, just huh? <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, he won't. Not anymore, right? If, if, you, if you're fans of the um, BTE segments, you've heard a lot of Cody F-bombs. But, you know, here, listen to Rock turning heel, and he's trying to get himself relevant again with all this cursing and... This this character adjustment is trying to show this new, you know, Gen Z, the X, Y generations, who he is and what he's about, right? He's reimagining himself right before our eyes, turned his heel character. And I like it, right? It's a little bit different of a rock that we haven't seen in some time. Um, the Rock has a lot of things coming out uh, in the future. And, you know, a hot potty mouth rock, 
I'm here for it. The one of the questions you asked about him running for president one day, well, Donnie J made it in and he made actually we don't have to go that way. So Rock definitely can have a presidential run. And he probably can go pretty far in it. Um but I love this. This is I think there's no way in my mind that they thought Rock would be a heel. Maybe when you think about inserting him and then now Cody can't finish the story. However, this really came about, whether they knew about this a long time ago or if they just came out and found it out after Punk was allegedly hurt. Regardless, I think they knew that maybe it's a possibility Rock would not be accepted. Well, I think maybe they wanted him as a face, but he didn't. And he's the Rock. You know how you used to say for weeks, shut up, it's the Rock? He knows that yep. he he knows what's best for business. This is something that is so prideful for him. He says it all the time. Out of all the amazing things that I do, pro wrestling is still him. It's still part of his being. So him turning heel, wonderful. And then, what is this? Like three weeks ago, who would have even thunk that that's even a word that we would even be in this dilemma where Rock and Roman would be teaming together, like or presumed to be teaming together? I would have never thought that in a million nope. years. So whatever situations came to where we came to this point in time that they get both of them, holy hell. And the thing with that too is we know this was not, we've talked about it already on the pod. We don't have to rehash it. This was an absolute pivot, perfect pivot, but this was an absolute pivot. And that's, and that's what kind of irritated me a little bit with a lot of the, the backstage information and some of the dirt sheets was talking about, oh, Rock doesn't care if he's booed or cheered. They're doing Roman first rock at WrestleMania because it's the biggest match possible. And I didn't think that in the first place. And I know I don't know rock personally, but I think rock really does care about his image. And I think rock really does care about pro wrestling. So I never thought that they, he would try to say, I'm going to force feed this entire company. If everybody's against it, Nope, we're going to do this so I can get my $30 million, which was a number that was out there that if he wrestled, he would get $30 million. I just didn't believe that because from what I've heard, he's never been a politicker like that in wrestling. We've heard some things, of course, about the Fast series with him and Vin Diesel and some other movies he's been in and things of that nature. But when it came to pro wrestling, we don't know of that doesn't work for me, brother, when it comes to finishes or matches. Now, yeah, there were some moves, and, and he, he would say, like, he said, yeah, no, The Rock wouldn't do that. Yeah, The Rock wouldn't that. do that. <laughs> the Rock wouldn't take that. Nope. But in terms of, like, you know, this story with how big it was, you know, over that weekend on X, you had to pivot. Now, them pivoting to them teaming <laughs> would have never thought that. And I am at a point now where I'll ask you guys, if you had to pick one, okay, so you can't, can't get both. Either you get Rock and Roman, and maybe it's next year at 41, maybe it's in Saudi, maybe it's at SummerSlam, it doesn't matter when, but you are guaranteed to get that match. Or you don't get that match, but you get an incredible bloodline part two story with them together. And then when they do eventually break up, there's just no match to be had for whatever reason, rock schedule. He's too old, whatever, whatever, which one would you guys rather have? Would you rather say, Nope, give me that match with the proper bill when it's time for it. Or you know what? I'm, I think I will be good with a year plus of rock and Roman being the biggest heel faction that we've seen since the original bloodline. It's hard to answer that question because I'm just thinking about it. Be practical here. I don't think we would have rock as often to be able to be part of that rock Roman tag team to see him for the next year. I don't think he can put that in the schedule to be available. 
So then that's in my head is like conflicting. Well, no, I'm going to take rock and Roman. I think at the end of the day, my gut still says rock and Roman and it has to be at a WrestleMania. I don't want it anywhere else. I want it at WrestleMania. That will be the biggest match of all times. It's funny. You said that, uh, the Rock can't put it in his schedule. Well, shit, can Roman put it in his schedule? His ass <laughs> is part-time is, is The Touché. Rock. Touché. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we like, look, we can get what we can get from them young brothers. Let me say something. <laughs> uh, we're not young as, as as Rock is concerned. But, um, you know, realistically, uh, I think we're going to get a Rock and Roman at some point. Uh, I'm not hard on it being at a mania um, at this point as long as we get it because we don't know what Rock's schedule looks like i actually put up his movie schedule a couple of days ago to see what he had popping i want to like know what that man had going on right because okay what i want to know how i want to know look at I, this couple of days ago as i said if you ask 24 hours it might as well be two years for me i don't know i don't know what i had in on same day then remember I had what no was idea. that was that like was it netflix what was it it was like same it was like a big thing right same day oh no it was during COVID when it was the movies at the movie theater and then same day on like yep, 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 yep. at home. Mm-hmm. Like we need you E, we need you locked in on same day. So if you know you need to look up something wrestling related, only check it out on pod days. Yeah. And then you got it. But um I hope that when I was looking at the schedule, I want to see like, man, how much time can the rock commit to the universe? Mm-hmm. Right? Like how much time can he commit to telling the story? Not necessarily getting in the ring wrestling or even in tag team matches. But how many SmackDowns can we get him to kind of tell the bloodline story and get us reinvested in the di- the family dynamic? Because prior to this whole hoopla about, you know, Rock and Roman and Shakota be there or not, just for me, like the story of the bloodline, the head of the table thing just wasn't there anymore for me. Not like it was a year ago. Right. What kind of story can they tell in bits and pieces, right? It'd have to be, you know, you know, we have to get it quarterly. Like what kind of bits and pieces of a storyline can we get to make it to get us invested into the eventual match? Like, right? That's what I'm that's what I was kind of thinking of. And so if we can get them to tell us some type of a story, cause we all know that Roman's only gonna pop up maybe once a month. Shit, maybe Rock might clean in every Two months, he might be able to pop up, but just something so that way, you know, at some point they can string along a, a video package, a recap of the entire Bloodline season, starring the Rock and Roman, and this is how we got to this point at a pay per view or a POE, whatever it's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm kind of interested in. But ultimately, I would love to see Rock and Roman. And I'm on the I'm on the opposite side. If you can give me. Bloodline 2.0 story. Mm-hmm. And this story is centered around Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is the head of the board in TKO, making sure that the head of the table in WWE is being taken care of. And they are doing heel tactics to make sure that they have each other's back. Give me that. I, I would love that um, more than a match. And I want the match. And I still want to be in attendance for that match. But if I had to do one or the other, give me that in- incredible storyline of them two. And then maybe, you know, Solo does the bidding. I don't know. And they got to figure out this Solo thing, too. I saw somebody put up on X. And, and this has got to be including house shows. He's like 0-23 oh, since he beat Cena in Saudi. Whoa. He has not oh, won a match. I know for a fact he hasn't won a has match. Has he had that many matches? 
So I'm guessing that has to be including house shows. Mm-hmm. But I know for right. I know for 100% sure he has not won a match on television. And if you guys remember when we did the preview for that pay-per-view, I was like, Cena should win because this is his shot and maybe there's a redemption story, et cetera, et cetera. But then when Solo basically squashed him, I was like, okay, then they must have about to put the rocket even more on Solo. They've done nothing with him since. So I don't know if something changed with the story. I, I, I'm going to be interested to find out where this goes. But, yeah, he has not won a match since beating Cena, which is nuts. You know, it, 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 you think about it. Like, I hadn't noticed that. I don't think the vast majority of people know I that. Think I think so that either. Solo looks strong, right? You know that he's a difference maker, especially when it comes to a, a Roman's match. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be fine because they can't protect everybody. Everybody can't, and somebody got to lose some matches around here. God damn it! And <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so Jimmy, going back to Jimmy the bloodline, <laughs> that's Jimmy's job. That's he's, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, who's he been losing to? Jimmy's the one, you know, getting laid out until the next day. You're right. They, they, like they they moving towns. He's still the other one. They got to fly him back to the next place. <laughs> um, but to me, when you think about that bloodline story, it's of course it's Roman and Rock kind of working as tangent, right? And then, of mm-hmm. course, jealousy and, you know, one trying to big up on the other kind of turns into play. And that's why I was looking at this. That's why I was looking at the schedule. I'm like, hey, well, how can they tell this story? Because it has to be a uh, the bloodline imploding, like, right? Like, but it, these dudes got to be around to tell that story, right? You can't that's fast track it. Like, what, you so what can't I don't fast want, track it. What I don't want is, like, we get three appearances between now and Mania, yeah, and then like now we're at that point where there's already yeah, dissension. Like it's Mania, like, they're they yeah. uh they they mm-hmm. they're together. SummerSlam, they break up, <laughs> and the and next Mania is their match. Like, what right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's I don't like, want. Yeah. But I, but to your point, I, I get the whole where he's at with his schedule potentially. Uh, so he, so Cody has made his decision. Right, I had tweeted on Monday that I thought that um. That promo was really important. So they announced before the show that he was going to cut a promo to kind of talk about what had transpired at the at the press conference. I was like, okay, this is the perfect time for Cody because he's yet to tell his fan base why, one, he decided to give Rock that spot in the first place. Hey, maybe tell us what the Rock promised you and maybe start even talking even more about he said he was going to do this for me. But then when he's out there at the press conference talking about family and there's only one family that's worth it, I knew already he was full of BS, and that's why I came out and stopped it. I was expecting that. We didn't get that. And what we got was, hey, I'm taking on Roman. I'm finishing the story, and then we had Seth come out. Um, what did you think about that promo from Cody? And then what did you guys think about Seth's promo after that? You know, that's a, I wonder, we hadn't really talked much about the shows after the press conference. I was actually interested in what you guys had to, you know, say about, you know, how did you guys feel a couple of days, a couple of shows removed after Cody finally announces, um, you know, his decision that he wanted to face the tribal chief at WrestleMania 40, you know, with everything going on after the dust is settled. Right, we the rock came in, you had to take him out. How are you guys feeling about this eventual match that we're gonna get at WrestleMania 40? And then we can get right into the, the promo. 
especially you, Rodichik. I know that you you still weren't feeling it. You know, I think you still was in the emotions. She was a little still bit. waiting for. She, she, was she still no, was in the emotions. She a was still bit. sitting there watching Peacock. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and you know how to say thanks for checking us out. Come back later, whatever it says. Oh, um, so I'll tackle the first part, and I'm not a Kino- Cody. I said Kenodi. I'm not a Cody fanatic. Kenodi. But I it's but I love and months. I appreciate him. Kenodi <laughs> You know we add extra. It might be the name stuff. of this podcast. Kenodi Rhodes. Um, Cody, I'm not the hugest Cody fan. Love him, and I love what he's doing for this business. No, no, no I'm, I'm saying this, whatever. So, what happened at the press conference, I was a little bit let down as far as his explanation. But what we got, that, that bitch Mac and all that, okay, completely can turn a blind eye to that. But then to follow up with that, we didn't quite get, well, I didn't feel like I got a quite a good answer of why he really went with Roman. And then to answer that second part of your question, I felt like Seth outshined him in that promo and Cody's really damn good on the mic. And I don't know if it, if I don't know, but it, I would have thought Cody and Seth going back and forth, Cody would have that edge. And I walked away from that promo and I'm like, wow, Seth, Seth pretty smoked him. Um, and again, not, him because they are like together but just going at it on the mic I just don't feel fulfilled with Cody's explanation and I don't even know if we really truly got an explanation I feel like I got more of an explanation from Seth about everything else that's going on than I did Cody and to me that was the story there was no explanation for that surrounding Cody so I guess they just feel like all right screw it fan base is happy we don't have to acknowledge what he said because now we're completely going in a different direction all right got it I still don't like it, but okay, whatever, got it. To your point, though, what Seth has shown me over the last three weeks, so you give Seth some good material, Seth can knock it out of the park every single week. Not that I was down on Seth as a performer or as a promo, but to me, it was at a point where Seth was kind of spinning his wheels, and it looks like to me it was because of creative. Three plus months with Shinsuke, mm-hmm. got it. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, okay, now I'm seeing, hey, when you give him something worthy of it, that promo he cut to Cody a couple weeks ago, killed it. Yeah. Promo he cut about back to Roman, killed it. Yeah. This past Monday, promo of, hey, we should do this together, killed it. Um, I think, like I thought before, this is setting up a tag match. This is what it feels like, for sure. Between them two. If you go back to Triple H's promo on SmackDown, it was a lot of power struggle. He was sitting there talking about there's people who think they run the game. And a lot of it was Rock's old catchphrases, which I love. He did a great job of saying, like, no, I, didn't I, run, I run this. <laughs> I run this. Now we'll see what Rock's response is going to be this Friday on SmackDown. But we already know that, okay, there's, there's going to be a power struggle now. So they may go with this TKO board versus WWE head. Okay, great. We're not getting Triple H in the ring, but okay, great. Um, so then when you fast forward and you look at Monday, now Seth is talking about this only person knows how to take down Roman like is me. You know, I'm the one that broke up the shield on X. I saw some information and then some tweets about, uh Oh, Seth's about to turn heel. So Yusuf and Fonz sent that to me and they sent it yesterday. And I was kind of like, no. Right. So I asked them today, I'm like, Hey, give me, like, tell me more. Why do you think Seth would 
turn heel from that promo. And so it started with Fonz was like, I, I didn't trust the damn word he said on the YouTube clip talking about Seth. And then Yusuf said, you know, I'm the biggest Seth stand, but not going to lie. I was thinking the same thing. He brings up the shield who screwed, who he screwed over, brought up the architect who screwed people over. Maybe it's to go back to the real Hill Rollins. So then I said, hey, tell me more. Fine said, well, a couple weeks ago, Seth was already laying it on thick about Cody challenging him for his belt. Now, all of a sudden, he's offering to be Cody's one true friend and back him up while also referencing the shield in the same promo. And then Yusuf said, um, I don't know, man, the Rollins heel turn just feels due, doesn't it? His last major heel run was the same construct he did. Authorities bidding to stay on top. Not saying overly likely, but as recent as before SummerSlam, he hated Cody. Now he has his back, question mark. Did you guys get that from that promo? Because I didn't, and I even rewatched it today. Because when I first watched the promo, I was stuck on what Cody was going to tell us. I, mm-hmm. That's what I was on. So then when, when Seth came out, I'm like, damn, he got a good, good reaction. And he started talking about, you know, okay, I got your back if you need it. Of course, my mind goes to the tag match. But I never picked up on, oh, Seth may turn heel here. Do you think that could just be some we're used to heel turns and face turns, so we're looking at it that way? Or was there anything in that promo where either one of you sat back and was like, uh-oh, Seth could be turned on, on Cody here? I think that that uh-oh is actually a great thing. I think if in wrestling, if you, you said Fon said something like, I ain't trust a damn thing that came out of his mouth. I, I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. I think that's, that's pretty cool. Maybe not for somebody who's supposed to be a face, but I mean, I can appreciate that. Hey, I'm going to keep my eye on you. I didn't take that as that. And only because of the passion that I heard three promos ago about how much he pretty much despised or two ago that he pretty much despised Roman actually, all of them, pretty much. He talked about how much he despised Roman. He didn't work. He's not a workhorse. He's just taking it for hostage. So there was so much passion, and that's probably one of my top two out of five promos he's ever done. It's hard for me to go from, okay, he was that passionate about making Roman crumble to now also turning on Cody. So I didn't take that. But, again, I was, I was like you said, going into that promo looking for a satisfying answer from Cody. And I didn't get that. So maybe just from that alone, it deflected me from thinking, is Seth going to turn? But if he does, I, I don't think as of Raw, he that was him planting a seed. I don't think that's the case. Maybe he may turn later in the future, but I don't think there was anything there, at least for me. You know, uh, Fonz is my brother from another mother. I think, I, I think he's uh, one of my longest friends. I've known his brother forever. And Yusuf, that's my guy, uh, a fellow Cody fan. I'm with y'all, but that's uh, some some fan booking right there. That's some over convoluted. We doing way too much right now. Family, we on the road to Cody Mania. The story has already been muddied enough when they in- interjected the Rock into Cody's business. So when we talk about like why his explanation didn't make sense because the interjection of the rock into the whole thing didn't make sense in the first place. So now we got to come out of that. We got to explain this and we got to explain why he made a choice, why he pointed at the uh, uh, Roman Roman. and then just to come back the next night and say, Oh, I'm not doing this night. You just said a couple days ago that you were, but now you're not, but now you are again. (laughs) That's a lot to explain. Let's just ignore all that. Right. (laughs) So that's why it doesn't make sense. That's a lot to explain. 
Like right. we don't like we'll have to get into the inner workings of how this was even thought of being a good idea just to interject that man in that moment. Right? It, that would be a conversation. But what Seth and turning on if it wasn't about Cody, Rock and Roman, sure. Like, right? Sure, it would be. And not right now. Maybe six months down the line, mm -hmm. you know, like because you know, as I said, you know, Rock is gonna, you know, go back to post production or something in a little bit, and Roman's gonna go back on vacation. And we're gonna have some stories we gotta tell. Seth and Cody are are, are are gonna be the guys that are around. So now we can kind of go back to their feud, you know, because they've had a feud since Cody's been back on the roster. So they definitely can revisit that, and that would be a great a great way to shake that up. Would be mm -hmm. to turn Seth heel, right? Depend, especially depending on what we're doing with Drew. My man Drew and my man Finn, he ain't signed yet either. So definitely there might be some opportunity for another heel and Seth, that might be a great character shake up for him. Um, but going back to a couple of things, we talk about Seth and that and his promo. I know uh you mentioned it, you know, Seth kind of roasted him. I think I don't think you meant roast because uh that was a pro Cody kind of thing that he was doing. And I think that was kind of needed. I no, think smoked focus smoked. Smoked them. Smoked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smoked them. Because that, that is a different flavor, right? Because, you know, you smoke <laughs> it, it, something. It is. Smoked a different flavor is. than roasted. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like smoked before roasted. Yep. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> but um, I think that Seth needed that type of promo, especially considering that press conference. Because, you know, everyone looked at Seth, and he's kind of an afterthought. Like, it's like, why are you even here? Like, right? And I think Roman said that to him, like, numerous times. Like, hey, bro, the, the, the adults are in the conversation right now. <laughs> right? Can you, yep. yep. Can you go somewhere right now? <laughs> like, right? So I think he needed that um, to kind of put some energy around him and hit interjection, uh, interjection to the whole few. Um, and you got to think about Cody's, Cody's promo style since he's been in the WWE is way different than uh, it was in AEW. Well, what do you want to talk about? I hate That's that. not. That's not. Uh, like Cody, I love Cody. I hate that. I think I told you guys. I hate that catchphrase. Uh, it was funny. When, it was funny when Dave said it. And I don't. Again, I don't know if that's what Cody got it from, but Dave said it in uh, one of his little videos with Brian Alvarez, and Brian Alvarez got really irritated that he said that. Like, dude, you know what I'm talking to you. About. I want to talk to you about what I just asked you about. But anyway, um, he. He he gets interrupted a lot. He doesn't talk for very long. Like right, I think he gets Seth interrupted him in that during that promo. Um, mm -hmm. He's not going out there like cutting like them hot heavy promos anymore. He's kind of you know, I would say on a scale of one to ten, I think he cuts a lot of eight promos. Ooh, I mean, but eight like, is great. I think eight is great. But to, but he cuts good. Eight is but, good. But to shoot Cody Sabell, too, though, think about when he would cut those promos. He hasn't really been in the feuds, right? That's We've true. seen a couple of those promos with Shinsuke, and then we just got over the Shinsuke feud. But he yeah. was cutting them against Brock, even though Brock wasn't there. And that's it this year. And he has had a, he had a mini feud with Dom, right? He cuts, so like, he cuts a good promo, right? Yeah. So that's just kind of been his thing. Um, but it's definitely interesting to see what they do with those guys. Uh, I think it does definitely seem like they're going to do a tag team. I just have a hard time thinking that they're going to have Roman and Cody. Biggest match of the year. I would say biggest match in the past 10 years. Mm. Any PPV. 
This is Whoa. the this is the biggest mm. this is the, this is the, the the second biggest selling WrestleMania with the most eyes on it that we've ever had. This is this is this is one of the biggest ones in the past ten years. I can't imagine them kind of watering it down by having them in a match twice in in in, in two nights. I mean, I just. But what do you what do you do? Like, because at this point, Seth, we're we're doing a, we're going to elimination chambers. To decide a a, 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 a <laughs> the chambers con- chamber <laughs> contender no S. No S. <laughs> Y'all did it again. You go to Targets and then you go to yeah, the it's, uh Myers Fords. <laughs> but we, yeah, so we we have we're they're deciding the number one contender for a mania match. So Seth has that right. coming up. We know that that'd be night two. You so both, he's also. Both world championship matches night two because now now let's look at the 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 backstage stuff on it. If Rock signed on to wrestle at Mania, right? We're now we're not going to take that away because the board has signed off on it, et cetera, et cetera. Now we just got to switch the match because the fan base wanted Cody versus Roman. And to you saying you think this is like the biggest match in ten years, I don't agree with that, but I can probably agree with you on this is the most anticipated finish in a decade. I get, I, I could say that, but I, I don't think this match is bigger than Roman Cody last year. I think that was a huge match because everybody assumed Cody was winning and he he didn't. So now that makes this one kind of big. But so if you look at it and say, well, Rock has already said I'm I'm in it. I'm already I've already been training, right? So it is all hypotheticals, but I've already been training. I've signed on for it. We got to use me, and we set up Seth being out there. This is the only thing that makes sense. You're not doing it at Elimination Chamber. You got two chamber matches. You got Rhea and Nia. Uh, I think they announced another pretty big match too. I can't remember what it is, but so we know that's kind of off the the board. So that's got to be night one, and then you roll night two with both world title matches, which really works out for Punk too, because yeah, they allegedly this is because Punk got hurt. Oh, I mean, I guess we can when the smoke settles, we kind of can figure that out too. But say if that wasn't the case. You just bump Seth and Punk from main eventing night one, and Punk can main event with Austin next year, which we can talk about that in a second too. But um, that's what I think it is. I, I think you run with that tag match night one. That is a hell of a main event. That is, I mean, Rock's involved. It's Rock and Roman. I get what you're saying because I'm that person. So I hated MJF working the pre-show matches and then him and Cole working the main event of all in because they're already interacting. Like, and you're wasting, I think you're wasting pops. I, but I pre-show pre-show in the ending of the show is same day that I still think that's a bit different than night one and night two. It is, but you still to East point, if we are waiting for Cody and Roman to touch, right? We are ready for them. Their first lockup. Oh, it's going to go crazy. If we gave that away, the night before, it's gotta, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be done right. It's gotta be done to where when that match ends, now you want to see the next night even more. And I'm sure they can do it. I'm sure or somebody who's only going to one WrestleMania will be able to get to see Cody. Oh, we don't care about them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that's not. We don't book for people who only watch one night. No, I said who's going nights, to WrestleMania. Same thing. Because remember, that was the whole um, thing about the whole Cody Crybabies. They bought tickets, even though they already bought the tickets, but they bought tickets just because they wanted to see Cody and Roman going against each other. You know he's coming out with merch, too? Who? For Cody Crybabies? I'm definitely copping that. No, he didn't. Uh, no, he's not. Our guy, uh, our guy Brandon James on Twitter sent a pretty good question. So he sent this on Friday. 
he may feel differently now, or his question may be different, but I'm going to give you guys a question that he sent us on Friday. I told him we would hit it up on Sunday, but we didn't have a Sunday show. Uh, he said, my peeps, uh, have a thought after watching the press conference last night. Full-eyed view. Seth no longer has CM Punk for Mania, and WWE no longer has Brock Lesnar either. If the dirt sheets are to be believed, Cody versus Roman was the original plan. Uh, then Vince happened, the injuries happened, Brock happened, so Brock versus Roman was happening. Then the backlash, so they pivoted back. What if Seth was there to set up Brock versus Seth, night one, World Heavyweight Championship main event? Brock wins, then Roman loses night two to Cody. Now, Rock and Roman butt heads over who was the head of the table with an organically turning Roman babyface facing a heel Rock at WrestleMania 41, which in turn also elevates the World Heavyweight Championship after Roman crapped on it, making it no longer a secondary title with Rock holding it for a year. Kind of putting Rock in that Brock position of special attraction. What do you guys think? Y'all gonna hate me for this. How about we roll with the majority of what he said and have Roman retain, and now we got two part-time Roman um, tribal chief and high chiefs <laughs> with the titles. Funny oh, show. my God. Give me that. Give me that. I want that. Now, it's a real battle of who's the head of the table if both of them is holding the title. Give me that. <laughs> Y'all want that damn company to go out of business. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Good googly moogly. So you're not a fan. Got it. But actually, um, I, I I thought about like, okay, what? I was like, how can we get to a Seth and Rock match? Because I like to see it. I like time. to see it. Yep. And what if Big Executive Rock somehow inserts himself in in the chamber, right? And he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually even wrestle in the chamber. He's just the last entrant into the chamber. And he's just picking the bones. Gets a title shot. And then beats the brakes off Seth at Mania. Because we don't know how much Seth can go. No, he because he, he he blew out his whole leg or whatever it was. And I know these wrestlers are Superman. They come back like, you know, two years early, you know, mm -hmm. from injuries. Right, but it'd be a nice, quick five-minute match. Rock puts Seth on that ass, wins the championship. Now he's the champion. Roman the next night loses the championship. No, I don't like that. Oh yeah, that's good. That's that's what's going to happen. Okay, because like Triple H knows that he's not turning his fan base off, and so now the Rock is the only champion. In the family, he holds all the power. He is the true high chief, head of the table. He's the only champion, and he's on the board. What if we can get that? Man, if say if this whole mania is is, is centered around Cody finishing story, what it, which it should, right? We I am absolutely one hundred percent on board with that. But man, say if it was not. Oh my God, what I would give to get Roman versus Seth and Cody versus The Rock. I just think there is so much money in we don't want Roman and Seth. a heel Rock coming in to face your biggest baby face in Cody Rhodes. 
And the only reason why it makes sense that they're doing it now is because of the whole Rumble thing. I get that. But let's not forget this entire bloodline thing is the reason from that is because of what Seth did to Roman years ago when he turned on him. Roman's never gotten over that. So how are we going to get there, though? How will we get Seth and Roman Cody Rock? We won't. That's why I said if it oh, wasn't okay, for okay. the... Okay, got you it, know, got if it, it. wasn't for... We didn't, we didn't have Seth and Roman like a thousand times. But it's different. Not, not this one. Remember, this only, only the Rumble. And Seth is still the only person who's ever beat him. He beat him by DQ. They've never had well, a rematch. Baron Corbin did beat Roman Reigns. No, I'm talking about since he was a champion. Oh, got and it. He, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We've never had a rematch. But even if you think about what Seth said on Raw Monday, it was, this is kind of my fault. Mm-hmm. And it's his fault because he betrayed Roman. This whole bloodline thing is strictly because of betrayal. That's it. Which is why he have he has everybody around him. And then that's why the um, Sami Zayn thing hurt him so much. Because once again, I let somebody else in and they screwed me. Like, I can't wait until we get this eight-hour documentary for the bloodline where they can really get into the stories that we forgot because it's been going on for so long. Mm-hmm. But I digress. But, no, I, I get I get what you're saying on that. I do like that idea. It's probably not going to happen. But yeah, if there is one way to not do yeah. the tag match so you don't want Cody and Roman working against each other twice, that's, that is what you would do. You would, you would go Seth. Verse Rock, night one. Now, you can't do that because of the Elimination Chamber. We just talked about it. They're, they're about to crown the number one contender unless they do what you said, E. But what my worry is with this is how can Roman lose the title against Seth or against um, Cody night two if Rock is involved? Like, is something going to happen before night two? where they're beefed out and rock isn't there for him. Is it going to be rocks fault that he loses because the interference backfired? That's the part where I just hope they do that. Right. And I know they will because they've done a perfect course. Correct. But that if I had one sticking point that I'm a little bit worried about is if Roman was winning all these people with Jimmy J and um, solo, he definitely should be winning with rock by his side. I'm still kind of like entertaining the rock entering the elimination chambers as he calls it. The chambers. Because I really do feel like there is a way you could protect rock on this initial getting kind of the rust off. He is the last to come out. Everybody's already beaten up. Five minutes at most with multiple people with five other people in the ring. How many other people's in his ring? I'm thinking I'm liking that. So I guess the answer to your question. That would be nuts. Could you imagine that would, if then he takes out like LA Knight backstage? He takes him out. <laughs> right? And then his music hits. And you're just like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah, I mean, cool. I, so cool. I don't even know how to answer your question about how do we, what do we happen from night one to night two to make it all sound right? But I'm really thinking on, you talking about some nuclear heat? Oh my God. If we can get him to Australia, baby. You know, I don't know if he good. wants to be up, you know, wrestling at, you know, three o'clock in the morning, but. That would be good. So, there. hey, listeners and viewers, send us your comments on kind of everything we just talked about. I would love to hear one. Your guys' thoughts. If, did you feel the same way about Seth maybe turning heel after that promo? And then how would you book night one and night two? 
would you do the tag match night one and then do both title matches night two or would you do something else that that would be great to hear and then of course we'll talk about that on sunday spot hey matt let me, so we we talked about betrayal right it's a big part of the bloodline storyline but uh just last night on monday night raw we had judgment day betrayal mm. our truth was betrayed last night our trizzle they and i'm talking about damien priest and team set up execution they mark my man our truth and we got to protect our truth at all costs we all know that at all costs mm -hmm. at all costs and, and, and by the way i don't know if you guys saw smackdown but you know our truth popped up on smackdown and boy what you talk about a pop yep man <laughs> the yep. crowd popped huge for that man and it was great to see but we had a betrayal last night judgment day our truth Damon Priest said, hey, look, this ain't no, this ain't no, we ain't being you in. This ain't no beat down. This ain't no initiation. This is execution, my, my man. You going out there to get your ass whooped, man. Ain't no coming back. We in this tonight. And our 2 finally understood. And he had that, oh, shit, somebody pooped in my grits look. Okay, he knew that fun and games was over. And last night, we finally got the next chapter in that Our Truth and Judgment Day feud. Matt, did you see the uh, the, the execution last night? I did. I did. Yep. What, what did you think about it? I mean, it's like, I kind of wish they kind of could have stretched this out a little bit more. I love seeing him, you know, in the Judgment Day. Well, he's never what officially was, but finally, it's <laughs> finally come to an end. We get to the next chapter, Matt. What did you think? I guess you always want to end something before it runs its course. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think anybody was like, all right, this is enough now. Like, what's the next thing? I think we all enjoy the, the truth piece. Who came out to save him? I was just thinking about that. DIY. It was DIY, yeah, right? DIY. Which is interesting. Really interesting. Uh, side note. I know you, E, I know this is blasphemy to you. But if Biggie's not coming back, can we figure something out for the new day? It's been it's been a long time. Like their stick has ran its course for me. It's probably the longest. I'm not saying break them up. History. I'm not saying turn them heel, but it feels like I'm watching them from seven years ago. Like it's the same thing. And like I say, I know it could be blasphemy to talk about the new day like that. But when I when that music hits, I always think about Biggie first. So I pop for myself real quick. It's like, oh damn, no, it's not Biggie. And they come out and like I'm I'm. I'm kind of over it. I'm bored. But them, but them cheers, though, they still get pops. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I mean, this, if you think about it, this probably has been the longest um, gimmick I've probably seen in wrestling. With no change. With, that's what I mean. Yeah, without any kind of evolution. Even Taker, when I was watching, he went from the badass back to the half badass, half guy, whatever you want to call him. He was dead again. He would be dead, dead kind of, to a badass to be a dead half badass dead, guy. but halfway dead. dead badass guy. Yeah, and now he's just Mark. So here we go. You know, sometimes <laughs> you know, the older I get, I get this thing occasionally, right? And I, I, I do typically, I do a good job of covering it up. People don't notice, but you know, like that that air you would get when you had dial up, and like that that connection bad, like dun, mm -hmm. dun, like that bad connection. 
I get that quite often to, to where I actually have no idea how we get to how I got to certain places, but I'm really good at quickly pivoting. I don't know how we got from JD and our truth to new to new day, but let's talk about it. Um, the no, art, because, well, the, the, just, no, just the reason why, because you talk about DIY. Because they're both and, black. Uh, yeah, but no, because you talked okay. about DIY and then I thought about new day just because okay. they both were on the show. No, I, I still want to get to the JD piece. Um, but yeah, if you want to take the new day part. Well, no, yeah, I, I literally, I was like, I had to, had to make sure. I was like, man, what did I dismiss? I do. I, that happens to me quite often. Just full disclosure. Is, is the family, noise? I, I can, I can sit there and look at you, and all of a sudden, I can just lose my place where we're doing. That's um, why I write notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote a couple of notes too. I said I'm getting better at kind of, you know, because the older I get, I'm not, I don't do a good enough job of actually covering that up. But with the, the new day, I think that they have a place in the company on the card, and it's not high. They are the stepping stone team, like right. They are the they are the guy. They are firmly where Kofi Kingston was before he got in the New Day. A popular face yeah. act that is going to you know he's going to get a nice response. Mm-hmm. He's going to ultimately lose, and he's not. They're not really going to challenge for anything significant, right? Now they can go in these matches in these four-way, eight-way matches, and, you know, they can do their spots and do their thing, but you know they're not winning. Like, right? They're not getting their hands on those tag team titles at any point. But what you can do, if there's an up-and-coming heel team, you can put them against the New Day. Like, right? Yeah. Like, people like them. You know they're, they're going to cheer for the New Day, and they're going to boo the heels. Like, right? But at the end of the day, you know what it is. They are like the lovable jobbers. And that's where they are right now. Until Big E comes back, if he comes back, like they are destined. Because they lost a little something when Big E left. Like the dynamic was, was the three of them. Now, Big E went off and he did his thing. I think ultimately they were stronger together. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's what it is. Um, but going back to Damian Priest, when I was watching this thing, he's still coming out there talking about he's seen your money in the bank. And I'm thinking like, Golly, when is he going to cash this son of a bitch in? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking never. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. Ever, well, ever. He's got like, to right? July. Ever, July ever, 1st. Ever, ever, ever. Somewhere, I was right? about to look that up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, well, I don't Cause, know what money to make is Think about it. Let me walk you, walk you into it real quick, Matt, before you get to get into it. So we're on the road to Cody Mania. Cody's going to become the new Undisputed Champion. You ain't cash. You ain't cashing in on Hot Cody, the man who hasn't lost a match in like five years. You ain't gonna do that. You might as well go ahead and and kiss that briefcase goodbye, right? You cash now, Seth, right? If, if well, you don't do Seth Rock, if you don't not, do not Seth Rock, not if Rock wins and we got this new champion, do Rock ain't gonna show up to the to, Rock ain't gonna show up to, to work to defend the damn title. So he ain't never gonna be able to cash that title in, like right? I mean that that briefcase in, and even if he does cash in on a set it just seems like it's not the good it's not the right time somebody said to me right a week ago what if drew beats seth at mania and then he gets cashed in on immediately and loses the title but then he's really gone if he was if he was a face that would be an incredible story I don't know if you do that as him being a heel, but I'll tell you what's interesting with the Judgment Day for me. So we saw R-Truth kind of get kicked out 
I didn't have any emotional connection to it. Like with the Judgment Day, I enjoy them. I'm entertained by them, but I don't really care kind of what happens to them right now. Like to your point about Damian Priest, I'm not clamoring for him to cash in. I'm not clamoring for him to lose it. I'm indifferent about it right now with our truth. Okay. Of course he's got to get his revenge on him. I don't care about him getting revenge though, to be honest. I don't. Like, I'm, that's kind of where I'm at with them. They're they're entertaining on TV. I would never turn the channel when they come on, but I'm just kind of like, all right, let's just see where it goes. And then whatever. I found it interesting that JD did beat R-Truth and pinned him in the middle of the ring. If I'm correct, this is the first time he actually beat R-Truth, right? Because all the other time... <laughs> so I actually had... That connection, like, oh, damn, truth, you are really kicked out now because you literally got pinned in the middle of the ring and there's nothing you can do. You you beat JD countless times, so you had a crush to say that you're still in the new day to the point where he even told him at the beginning of the promo, hey, JD, you're not even in this group, <laughs> you know, when they were in the ring. But I would say, because I'm a huge Damian Priest fan, he has lost some kind of luster for me, and I don't know if it's just because the timing of everything and the stories of who's being told right now and that mommy had a kind of like, I don't really see them together that much anymore because she's about to go down her route for mania um, and elimination chamber. But I, I don't know. I, w I hope that it picks back up and I could see, because again, I am a huge Damian Priest fan. I could see him going after Cody in a couple months. I absolutely could see it. And, and to be clear, July 6th in Toronto is Money in the Bank. Oh, July right. Because you're back in the back because I said I wanted to go. Yep. You're doing yep. SmackDown that Friday and then Money in the Bank that Saturday in Toronto. Money's in the bank. Money's, Money's in the banks. Money's, Money's in, the banks. in the bank. We'll talk about Boss Time, too. She's Saucer Banks. Uh, you mentioned Radiza Rhea Ripley. I'm going to ask you guys, who's more popular, Rhea Ripley or Becky Lynch? It's mm -hmm. It depends on, like... Uh, mm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess you could flip a coin because most pop, more popular, maybe in what I think more men twenty five and up will pop for Rhea, where maybe Becky's more popular because even the kids love her too. I think the kids love Rhea too, but maybe Becky speaks to the kids more because she wear more colors. Um, so more popular maybe Becky, maybe Becky. That's tough. I mean, they're both super popular right now. I mean, if I guess I have to pick somebody, I would say Becky because I, Becky's still, even though I haven't enjoyed all of her, all of her promo, she has a presence like no other. Like right, like her presence outshines a lot of men in that company. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that. But Rhea. She has a presence about herself too. She's a damn star. She she looks great. She looks she like she's really getting her look down. You know she's she's becoming a little bit of an older woman. You know I think she's in her late twenties now. Mm -hmm. You know she's really figuring out like how to look because she still looks like a, a badass, right? But she still looks like a beautiful woman too at the same time. And she's so comfortable on the microphone and her skin and her character right now. It just really comes across. You know, I really wanted to know, like, is that the match we're getting at? Make it seems like all eyes are pointing to Becky and Rhea, which would be a big match. That might be the biggest match that they have 
for on the women's side, right? Outside of Becky and I'm sorry, outside of Rhea and Bianca, to me, that is the biggest match you can do. I would say that even right now, I think Rhea is such on the uptick right now that I think that still would be their biggest match. But that then I back to the question. Because Bianca, they still do a good job of actually keeping Bianca out there. I know at the press conference, and one of the reasons they had her kind of promoting her show, but the fact they had they had her out there promoting her show mm-hmm. was big, like right. And she's another; she's on the cover art this year of the wrestling game, along with Rhea, which is super huge. Like, what do they have planned for that woman? Kabuki like, right? Cause, Warriors. Cause I don't want to. Because I don't want to see a, a three-way. I don't want to see her inserted no, no, in a no, match no. with Becky, Becky and mm-hmm. Rhea. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. Let's see. Yeah, you, you go tag match tag team, right? Women's tag team? No, that Sasha and too. Naomi. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. Okay. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I was going to say, so then you give her history too. But yeah, so that's that's what I would do. That's that's the way I would go. But I was just thinking about it when I was watching them on Raw in that promo segment. And I'm like, this is basically going to be a face versus face match. No matter what Rhea does to Becky up to that point, I could see maybe them turning Becky Hill after Mania, but leading up to Mania, like it's basically face first face. Especially since you've gotten um, Rhea getting some hits from Nia. So I know how Raw ended. She did her kick to Nia, but Nia's tapped that butt a couple times. So it's almost making me feel a little bit like empathetic for Rhea. I got she you. I wouldn't every something. time. Yeah, she got something. She's in there. Nia Jax, she looked good last night. Come on now. See, you turn, you're coming around now, finally. She looked, Took you a few months, but you here. You, you, you know, when she was acting last night, I'm like, Rock, get her get her a deal in Hollywood. Because she oh, was no, in no, there that, crying. That promo, she was crying. That promo was the, <laughs> I mean. But Becky, I get it. <laughs> and all I can think about, and you going to go, and she's going to be her. And I'm like, we got to get her a movie deal. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we, so you've seen we, enough? I've seen we enough. Need some, we all need some Pepto-Bismo <laughs> after watch, listening to that promo last night. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with that promo, but I, I wasn't buying it. But she she looked good last night, and she's done a lot of work herself, right? She has definitely, she's one of the top characters in that women's division. Like, where, what do you do with her? Like, to be honest with you, depending on what to do at the chamber, Maybe we get a uh, Nia versus um, Bianca match. I don't think we've seen, you know, Bianca put Nia Jax on mm-hmm. them shoulders and nope. hit that. Is it the KOD? Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be a sight to see, right? So you, so you, you are not high on the, the they're them tagging as a team, Jade and Bianca. Uh, you, I would love it. Um, I okay. just. So it's what we're in February thirteenth now, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, there's still a lot of time to get to a tag team match, but I don't think we've got a full debut from that woman yet. And no, we you know we haven't. She hasn't you know, got her allegiance yet, and you know it's just a lot of story needs to be told to get there. I mean, they definitely can. You know, they want to whip up a match and a quick story. They, they can do it to put out there because this isn't as significant as the Rock and Cody. I mean, Rock and Roman, where they're trying to microwave a huge main event in like a, a matter of weeks. And that's what it would have been. It would have been a matter of weeks because those guys aren't going to be on the shows every week, right? They're going to be on every couple of weeks to kind of tell their story. Whereas Bianca and Jade and, and the Warriors definitely could tell that story, mm-hmm. but I just, I just don't see it right now. After Mania, sure. Hmm, okay. Uh, the other thing, the other woman too, and then we can move on 
and I say I'm worried about just because I really want Becky and uh, Rhea. I've talked about that since they had that face off on Raw months and months ago. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout for uh, not watch me. What's her name? Damn, I forgot her name. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. She cut that promo last week talking about she's been out all this time because of Rhea. And they're starting to heat her up a little bit. She's not getting the match at Chamber. Okay, so when... Yeah, I guess we could do it on a Raw. They've, they've done a good job of like putting big matches on Raw. Just like we're getting Jay and Gunther on Raw. Just about to bring that yeah. up. Yes, wait, wait. We we're about to get a bigger match than that next week, supposedly. With, with Drew and Cody? Drew and Cody, and then my mm-hmm. man, my man, <laughs> Drew said, listen, there's two things you want to stay out of, my prayers and my matches. <laughs> if you want to get the Cody mania, I'm like, oh, shit. Drew, I didn't hear woo, that. He said, st- he said, stay out of his prayers. <laughs> he said, you was, there's two things you want to do. You want to stay out of my prayers and my matches. I'm like, oh, shit. The boy's been this man. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a great match. I'm just worried he's gonna lose again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just worried he's gonna lose again. But they gonna put that, loses, they put that in the beginning of the show. That way, it can end in a DQ. Or, but if Cody exactly loses, that's that's what I'm thinking, <laughs> Rodija. I think yeah. it gotta be a DQ. It gotta be a DQ on that match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't do that. And I guess you could run it back at Elimination Chamber. But damn, mm-hmm. that, that don't make sense. Then I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that was good stuff for WWE. We about to talk some AEW. We have not talked AEW outside of a pay-per-view in a while on this show. We got some good things to talk about. One, I want to shout out that Phoenix crowd. There is such a difference when there are people in the crowd, and this is not me not being disrespectful, but you could feel the energy through the television on Dynamite last week when they were in Phoenix. I think they had over 5,000 people in the crowd felt and sounded completely different than these 2,100, 2,600, 2,900 attendants when you're sitting in a a 9,000 to 11,000 seat arena. You know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to them for that. I do want to ask you guys, um, before I get to Hangman and, which I think was a, uh, a double turn. I think Hangman's a heel now and I think Swerve's a face. Uh, Boston, big business. Here in March. What'd you guys think about the announcement? And I mean, now we know 100% Mercedes is going to AEW. What's your thoughts? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was cool. Um, I was just so oblivious until you pointed out the the Boston in the background. Um, Anytime I see Tony doing his major announcements i know y'all hate it um, i love his uh his special announcements biggest I only hate announcement when it's ever not major that's all i only hate when it's i love major. all of them I, I love them all i think they, so I think they you, all major. you wouldn't like all of them for the past year and a half then yes i i love them all i love ring of honor um honor club being a new thing i love that even though i didn't watch not one honor club like, ring of honor show watch. <laughs> i love it i love i love every single time they say we got a special announcement from tony khan yes Every time. And so this this is what I don't get. Because my man, Wole, says that I'm the AEW hater and Rhodesia is the AEW lover. And that was all uh, cap just right now. That, no, that it was wasn't. Nothing. That's the Wole, honesty. Wole, never said that. See? That's, you see? He, he, Wole didn't say that. He, he did said, say that. Well, fav- he said you favor WWE is what he said. 
And you do favor Hey, listen, I don't have time. I'm summing up. I don't. I don't even know what cap means. Okay? What does cap even mean? Sum, but but second, secondarily, if that's a word, I am telling the truth. Google this it. Is, this, is, this is the truth. The truth is, every time Tony Khan says he has this, well, not Tony Khan, when Excalibur or Tony Schiavone or Schiavone says, hey, we got a special announcement from TK next week, I am all for it. That's Tony said they had the runes last night. He announced the it shoot. on Twitter. I loved it. That's a shoot. That's a 100% shoot. No, that's, that's 100%. Hey, you know, it's funny. A few, a few weeks ago, E, we were looking through some photos. And I told Radija she was like somebody's like auntie, right? She took offense to it. How could you say that? She just got on here and said she don't know what cap means. I still don't know what cap means. Are you kidding me? C-A-P, cap? Like, that's cap? We, you do know that we, means. Like, you're we, lying. Ex- you know that. Yeah. We, we, I've explained this to her. She knows. See, this, Somebody's she, old she, auntie. She, it's, strikes again. it's a continuation of the cap. Like, she's on the role of capping. About the announcements, now she's talking about she know what cap mean. She's just the irony right of that. She can't get out of it. She just can't get out of it now. That's what it is. Because when people say no capping, that means then the truth then, right? I, again, whatever. Whatever. No cap. I'm telling the, the truth. truth. I'm telling the truth about the special announcements. Anytime y'all see a special announcement from TK, just know deep down inside that Rhodesia just popped. Like, for real. So we got it. So that's, that's a big announcement. They've already sold, I think, almost 6,000 seats uh, in TD Garden. For that show, which is big, because the show tickets just went on sale last Friday. Um, nice. I think we need to talk about Tony Khan's record of signing big free agents, no matter oh. what he does with them, right? Because that's a separate conversation. Yeah. But news comes out this weekend, Okada's heading to AEW. And yeah, these are the free agents that we knew would kind of go, right? But when you think about uh, Switchblade, you think about Osprey, you think about Mercedes, you think about Okada. Those you think about go go backwards. Massive. I was gonna say the Edge, even Brian Danielson, and you could John yes. Moxley. No, he has him. His signing is a plus plus. Those sure. are that 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 should speak to he's doing something right with how he's handling talent. Now, when they get on TV or when they don't get on TV, once again, whole another conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think that's big, and he should be commended. And that's why anytime we get these people who are just 100% pro one company and anti another, you just think about the four people we just named off. And yeah, they could go into WWE possibly, but what if they didn't want to? Now they're somewhere that we can never see them, right? Because either they're signed to some company that doesn't get TV or they're just working indies or whatever the case may be, or they end up signing back to WWE and then there's no use for them because they're... Too many, you know, too tied up with talent. So I, I think shout out to to them for that. Uh, I love the announcement. I thought it was. I mean, I, t- I tweeted out when they were like final predictions, and I said they're going to announce in Boston, and then he's going to hit that major tease. That's not you don't come out and say the debut of you know Mercedes like, but you do enough to where you got to just be dumb. Which I, I encountered a couple people. This one person blocked me on Twitter Ooh, because they do? went hard about how. Another stupid Tony Khan. Uh, I thought it was E at first, but then I was like, no, E knows how to. He, <laughs> Wait, he, he, he knows how to spell, so I knew it wasn't E. And it was misspelling like every other word. And they were just like, dumb Tony Khan. Uh, didn't even announce Okada. Didn't announce Mercedes. Like what the f? And then I like tweeted like, who's gonna tell him? Like, yes, they did announce Mercedes without saying it. And then he hits back or she. I don't know what it was, but uh, it did was just back and forth. Yeah, and they then they blocked me. They blocked me. I was like, I didn't say anything to you. Well, you did anyway. when you said somebody tell them. 
That was but that like, was like seriously, a seriously. <laughs> you couldn't put two and two together. It's called big business with dollar signs, and then the Boston. I can see if you didn't, if you maybe somehow you missed the Boston. But how do you? But I think if you're on Twitter, I think if you're on Twitter and you about to do a post, you probably saw a Boston. You would. I'm think. just saying, you know. You would think. Mm-hmm. So hey, love that. You know, look, you you you'll be surprised what people don't get or understand, man. It's the world we live in, man. I it, like so. It's it's just funny. I ain't gonna say people are stupid. I ain't gonna go that far. But people are stupid, and <laughs> you you just really be surprised how stupid they can be, you know. Like you, like you can spell it out, you can point it out, and neon, and they still are oblivious to it, and they don't get it. Especially, you know, some of our lovely wrestling brethren. Like man, everybody is so super smart, but so super stupid at the same time. It's just amazing. That's <laughs> like funny, what comes right? out. It's, it's, it's like it's the, just the amazing. smarter you are, the dumber you are. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's just it's just ridiculous, and it's it's funny. You know, going going back into the AW hate thing that I do, you know, we're commending Tony Khan for opening up a, a fucking wallet and paying people to do a damn oh, job. Oh, here we yeah, go. I, I, woo! Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well, lady, hey, here you go. Hey, let me let me give this <laughs> person go. millions of dollars to do a job. Well, let me commend you. <laughs> That's better hey, than I'll the UFC it. not hey, paying people hey, millions of dollars. Hey, we ain't talking about. I mean, we talk. This is that's wrestling. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he talked WWE. <laughs> I'm sure they 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 said they offered um, Osprey about the same amount, but everybody that we knew. I mean, when you're talking about some of these people, you just know they're not going. Oscar can, can live in his home country. Okada can stay in Japan if he wants to and live there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, the Mercedes that's a big deal. That that's a really really big deal. And I see a lot of people already dismissing the signing, and they're going with the whole. <laughs> yep, she's gonna be big for two weeks and then she's gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. Let it play out. Yeah. If when that happens, if that happens, yes, we got to hold the feet to the fire. So you, I, I, pre- to... I appreciate the fairness, right? But we got to look at the history. We got to look at the history. And so here's the thing: I think what's happened to Edge is a damn shame. I think I was irritated when it happened to Soraya because I just knew that she was gonna her coming back. She's gonna be re- be big and she's gonna be huge. For that women's division, I almost guaranteed it that that was going to be that was, she was going to be big mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. and I was so super happy for her to come back. One of my favorites, but that track record is as you said. I mean, once they get there, we'll see what they're going to do. But that track record is not there, so you you can't fault somebody from looking at history and then predicting what could possibly happen because, as I said. It's not necessarily the talent's fault, right? To why people aren't where they sh- you think they should be in the card or in the wrestling landscape. A lot of it just comes down to creative. Now, we'll say with, with Mercedes, whatever she's going to call herself when she gets to AEW, one of the things that she has going for her, she's very creative. She's very hands-on, her character and her presentation. And I think that's huge for AEW because that's what Tony allows talent to be is very mm-hmm. creative to express themselves he's like hey let me i'm gonna let you do you we gonna see how far you can go with it right right now he may not give them guide on how to accomplish it but he's gonna give them a blank canvas and let them do the thing you see swerve which i'm sure we'll get to at some point just tearing it up over there right and you know that's a hundred a thousand percent all swerve chris jericho like i like i actually appreciate what Chris Jericho has done and why he's been in AEW. I think he's reinventing himself numerous times to make himself relevant. I haven't been a fan of it, but I appreciate what he's doing. Super creative guy, 
right? All the guys that are creative and they can make pitches for themselves do very well. They're Christian. Another one, right? Mm -hmm. Very creative can go. So Mercedes can bring that creativity to her presentation in AEW. She, she's going to do great. I just don't look at the, the roster and how they present that women's division that they're going to truly capitalize on the investment they made with her. Now she, and this, this is, this might be one of those hot takes, right? Now if she was a, a guy going into the men's division. Right, right. It'd be easy play. Cause there's a, there's, there's Okada, there's Osprey, there's Kenny Omega whenever he comes back. Um, there's, there's Brian Danielson. And we, and the one thing I actually just realized the other day, like he's, his career's uh, winding down. Yeah. Like, right. You got Eddie King. You got just a host of talent that she can get in the ring with big names, big matches and talent that, you know, she can have phenomenal matches with, and she can carry a show and a pay-per-view with. It's just a little, little, little bit slim pickings on that women's side of the division. So let me ask both of you, um, I may go John Moxley, right? I forgot I was, about John Moxley. John Moxley. I'm, I'm, I may, I may go John Moxley, but where does Mercedes rank in terms of free agent signings for AEW? I mean, I, so I may go Moxley first, her second, but she may be the top because we talked about Edge. To us, that was a big deal, and when I say to us, you. like we've been we've been watching wrestling for two plus decades. To you guys, what you thought it was big too, though. Yeah. You know you like Edge. Don't do that. You you thought yeah. you you may not have thought he was a needle mover, but no. that was a big deal when Edge went to AEW. Not saying that oh this is a game changer. Okay, now all of a sudden they're about to be packing in thirteen thousand people in every show, but that was a big deal that Edge went to AEW. To be honest, it's just that I saw what he was doing on WWE TV. I, I feel like he wasn't really that big of a deal there, and I thought that would kind of carry over. Now if you it think about history wise, looks like. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately. I, I, I hope... See, that was one of... I hope that was wrong. I hope that just was me. Because I hadn't really been feeling the stuff that he's been doing. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, how can we forget Punk? Oh, shit. I think Punk was their, was their wow. biggest signing. Yo! They got... I completely erased Punk from AEW. I mean, I sure purged him out right, of my okay. head. Okay. Okay. So, Punk for sure was number one. Yeah. So, after, so, after so, Punk. Are you putting, you putting Mercedes after Punk? No, I'm going John Moxley. So you're going Mox. Okay. Rhodesia, what about you? I forgot about Punk myself. Um, so I'll put, I, I put, I'll put Punk wow. first. Um, this is actually about to be surprising maybe to some of y'all. I'm putting Brian Danielson as my favorite. No, not as my top, favorite. The as my favorite t- biggest top signing to me. The biggest. The biggest to me. Okay. If... See, if they would have used Brian to his you know, his capacity like they should have, his capability, in my opinion, rolled the momentum of where he was in WWE, and they didn't. They kind of just let him do what he wanted to do. He didn't want to be a champ. I just want to come here and put on banger matches. Tony was like, okay, cool. You ain't got to be a champ. You could put on banger matches. If I was running AEW, hey, man, I know what you want, and you can put on <laughs> banger matches, but I'm putting the title on you. You know you what? I might disagree. Biggest... I, I think Brian, I think they actually did. So... I, I I miss Brian. I think Brian's done well there too. I think he's done damn well mm-hmm. there. Match mm-hmm. quality from a character perspective. You know, you also understand that, you know, he also is kind of coming up against MJF and his rise to the top of the card too. So that kind of blocked him. And then he had a couple of injuries. Uh, I think they actually did 
well for Brian. And I think he's another one of those, hey, I'm creative. They all talk about how creative he is. Yeah. Like he's creative. He so he's able to do well there. The people that do well, I so this this sounds horrible. This sounds horrible. <laughs> I but can't wait. You got? if Mercedes was in the men's division, I would put him I'll put her over Brian because I know what the caliber you think about the caliber star that she is from a character, charisma, from a match quality, just the it that a, a wrestler has. She has all the qualities. If she was able to mix it up with other people that was on her level, like just to, just imagine where she possibly can can take her career in that company. It's just unfortunate that she's in the division. Like I said, she's going to be like the Hulk Hogan of that division. She's just going to she's it's going to be Mercedes, and right. it's going to be the, the the monster of the month, right? It's going to well, be one man gang, then Kamala, then Earthquake, I don't think and then it's going to be, gonna be you know Dino Bravo. Yeah, I don't uh, think it's gonna be that you know, bad. it's going to be now, what bad. I will say is what I will say and we can mark it. So that show was, I think, March 13th. Give it 60 days. If by May 13th, May 16th, that is not Mercedes division. And she is not plastered as one of the biggest stars in AEW. I take back everything I, I said on this podcast and I will not give the benefit of the doubt going forward, but that they can't do that, that they have to construct this woman's division specifically around her, make her the star that she is. And everybody's just going to have to level up to that. I think if they do that, no matter what type of talent we can argue, you know, back and forth, the type of talent they have in AEW women's division, I think you're going to be fine. And they've done a good job too of having more women's matches. They had two women's matches on collision. And I think that's not the first time they've done that over the last couple of weeks. So, once again, we have harped on you're not giving the women's time. You're just throwing matches together. They're trying. They they are trying where, where they're missing in some pieces. But it's going to be interesting to see, man. Like, I am excited for this one. I'm excited to see who our first uh, feud is against. I'm excited. To it's going to be Red Velvet, just like everybody else. Man, we, we ain't got time to start <laughs> it. Up. No, we ain't got time to start Red Velvet is the Natalia of AEW. Her, her is, first match is going to be against Red Velvet. <laughs> And then they're going to do a best kitchen. of five match. It's going to be a best of five match, and Red's going to lose all of them. We all know. Like, with Mercedes comes in, they should, they should be positioning the women's title to be the number two championship yes. in that company. That's yes. what, that's what that, they yes. should, you know. And so you look at, you know, Tony, I love Tony Storm. I think she's just, like, I actually tune in specifically just to look for her, her content. Mm-hmm. I love, I think she's doing great. But, you know, you got Mercedes, you got Tony. You know, you got Britt when she comes back. I just feel like you think about that division. They they need to do a lot of character investment to push that that division up to be worthy of that number two spot in that company. So we'll see. And you know what's fun, too, about uh, Tony? If you watched her match on Dynamite, she's really figuring out the line, how to blur the line between wrestling and character and then still wrestling to her capability, right? When she first started this character, the majority of her matches were strictly in character. She had dumbed down her style in the ring, and it was it was still entertaining, but it was like, okay, she's, she's a slave to the character. She's starting to figure out where she can move and where she can go with it. I thought it was great. Um, so, Okada, when, when, when would you guys debut him? Would you, would you back-to-back it? Would you double it up on that show, on Big Business? When do we see Osprey? 
He's due in February, right? Uh, any, like, kind of any day now kind of thing, yeah. So, again, because I'm an Osprey mark, so I hold Osprey higher than Okada. That may not be the real thing, but that is to me. So, for me, my question would be, when do we debut, really, really debut Osprey? You could do it that night, too. And you could get away with, hell, if you wanted to. I think you could do all three the same night if you wanted to, just because Osprey's already been there. Right, so that would just be more of okay. I've arrived. That's not like a new signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alcada's also already been on AWTV a few times, so that's well, also well, kind of forbidden to door, me, though, like right? A, and he was on a, a tag match, I think, with Orange Cassidy that he okay. worked. It okay. didn't get good good ratings either. The match was good, but actual viewership because they didn't mm-hmm. treat him like a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. So they got you know they got that's why I probably that, don't remember it. It's possible if it's called big business, right? You could hit all three that same night and really kind of have, hey, this is the new generation of, of AEW. But would you guys double dip it for either one of them or triple dip it? Or would you separate all, all three? I probably would separate it because I'm just looking at the monster of WWE and that is right before their WrestleMania. So I hate to sound like a somebody who would concede and back out, but maybe not everybody all at once. It's big business, so it has to be important and big enough for you to say oh that was huge but i also feel like okay are you you battling for some viewership right now probably ain't the time you're going to get a lot more considering we're about to have wrestlemania man this is um i think when you rank the signings i I would say mercedes would be number one Mm -hmm. for me will osprey would be number two then okada and i i say that because from a wrestling standpoint, I, w- I might say the, the Okada and Will Ospreay might be equal okay. as far as like match quality output. Um, but we know that Will will be able to better connect with the audience mm-hmm. verbally, right? right? And that's what American wrestling is. It's all about stories, about promo, etc. Like, I don't think that Okada speaks English that well. So the, his connection to those fans is going to be what? The matches. And hmm. you think about the AEW audience, like they're going to be tuning in anyway. So for me, it's about how do you debut these? Well, they're not even debuting, right? Because we've seen them, as you just said, multiple times over the course of the years. And a couple of the times Okada's been there, I don't think it's really did anything. I don't think it was, maybe it was presented as a big deal, but I don't think it was a big deal in totality. I don't think it's presented as a big deal, man. So now you're going to introduce them as a big deal. We've seen them before there. Like, right? I think it would be, Will Ospreay and Okada would be best served to when they officially debut as All Elite to make it a big deal and not have them piggybacking on someone else's steam. I think that's very, very important to establish those characters is to make their reappearance a big deal onto itself. And you don't need the eyes of, 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 of the boss to kind of overshadow that. And that's something they need to do. I think that's, that's, we talked about before it's patience, right? Mm -hmm. It's patience. So debut them on different nights and make sure you have something for them when they pop in. And a, and a big deal. And you know, there's, you got different ways of doing it. I, I like what you just said. The thought, the thought of doing 
one or both of them along with Mercedes is you know that show is going to be tuned in by the wrestling community maybe more than you're going to have any any other show this year if you're AEW. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, like, that's where people are going to tune in. They may not tune in live. Maybe they may check it out on YouTube or whatever the case may be, but they're going to be tuned in on that show. So if you can really put forth your best effort on that show, and it is WrestleMania season, you may be able to to grab some extra viewers that you don't have yet. Because we thought it was a mistake when uh, at, what was it? What was it All In or All Out? We All Out, right? That's what we saw? No, All yep. In. All Out, which right? one? So we had CM Punk's first match. Then we had Danielson. Then right after that, we had Adam Cole. Like, all on the same night. Yeah, which was incredible. And no, we didn't we think were like, we were, we were like, so damn. hyped. Remember, we were like, hey, this was incredible. I remember Katrina was like, this is like one of the best things I've seen. We, we, <laughs> left, we left that show like, man, AEW about to do it. Damn. And they're still doing it, but not to the level. I thought that was a turning point that night. I was like, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, like mm-hmm. legit. Oh, it was for about a year? Yeah. Until but, and the 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 CM Punk thing, that 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 interview really and Cody and Cody. Oh yeah, yeah, Cody was Cody domino. Leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, I All think right. this. No, I think the staying on AEW last year for me, from my perspective, mm-hmm. was just the devil storyline. I think it ended the year with the exclamation point of like, what the fuck? That yeah, to that me. Yeah, y'all was waiting. Y'all was waiting for the. Let's let's, let's hoping, talk about man. the show really quick because we uh, we, we y'all was hoping that thing, man. This got to be the worst faction that they had. And they didn't set them up properly at all, no. man. Like, no. Warlow no. is boring. Yeah. Like, the, the kingdom, like, they were jobbers. We weren't taking Roddy seriously. Yep. And, like, Adam Cole, like, maybe it's, it's the injury, but it, that whole faction... It ain't it, it just man. ain't working. It ain't, it ain't it. it. That they gotta re they gotta retool that man. They gotta do they gotta retool that. But hey, let's finish up uh, and let's talk about uh, swerving Hangman. Okay, I want yes. to talk about Hangman really quickly, and I think that they should treat Swerve like Rhea treats like Rhea treats like WWE treats Rhea Ripley, right? Where the she's kind of a baby face mm-hmm. to the crowd. Like, right? Can they cheer her? She's a baby. But they still keep her in that heel role. And it kind of works because, you know, over the past couple of weeks on Collision, et cetera, they're really showing you that Swerve is going to probably turn pretty quickly. Um, even leading up to that match, we didn't talk about it, but the, on Collision a couple of weeks ago, I'm not sure where, where it was, but Swerve told Nana, he said, um, he said that, hey, I need you and the rest of the embassy to stay back. I need to do this on my own. Which is a face. I don't want him to have any, any, any reasons or any reasons to complain on this match. And Nana looked like, what? Boss. <laughs> like, yeah, you hurry me. Keep your ass in the back. Right? And then they, had, they, they made an emphasis to show Nana's face. And he, he looked kind of like he didn't like that. Right? Going to this match, you know, Swerve's being honorable. So, to me, he's definitely having a change of character. And I think that they should probably keep Swerve healed. Because I think a good part of the reason why he was so popular is because of who he is. How it's diabolical over, he is. And, it's over, brother. You know. Double turn. I think that's what they should be doing. Is what we saw. Double we didn't turn. see double turn because Paige, like, he, he turned into asshole mode. He too. sure and, did. You know, he, he got an he asshole sh- mustache, too. He that sure mustache, does. he got the asshole mustache. 
Straight up. Yep, double turn, baby. Because to your point, Swerve is just too popular. And I liked how they did it. And it wasn't like this over-the-top thing of you having to tell the fan base. They're already cheering Swerve. Nobody's mm-hmm. booing Swerve. Now, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you're not overly cheering Swerve in the crowd. Swerve ain't got booed in months right. in any of these live shows. Okay, run with that. Hangman will be just fine as a heel. But I think we got that double turn when Hangman was like, no, I ain't giving you another five minutes. I was like, oh, got it. They, they're going for it. They're going yep. for it. And then when they made the, the triple thread match, I was like, okay. Uh, I had said earlier that I thought month, you know, weeks ago, I was like, all right, you put the belt on Joe, put the belt on Swerve. You have Swerve drop it to Osprey at all in in Osprey's home country. That was kind of what I, the trajectory I had mapped out. I think you don't put it on Swerve yet. Ooh. I think you put it on Hangman to submit his new heel persona and hangman turns into running from swerve. If he wasn't going to give him five minutes in that match, you're not going to get a chance. At my title. Gonna give him another match for that title. Yeah. You are never going to get this title off of me. So then you, so we're not wrestling because we're not all wrestling. in. No, then that, that takes you to double or nothing. Got it. It takes you to double or nothing. Now I'm not big on swerve only having a belt from May to, to August. We can play with that, but I, I think you don't you don't go with Swerve just yet because of the page he'll turn. Make because you think now. it's going to be a, a double turn. Okay, make I, him I make him legit there. chase. Make him legit chase, and I'd be here for it. I just don't want Swerve to get the wrong end of the deal. That's all. They know what they got in them. I wouldn't worry about that. Now if they dropped the ball on. <laughs> they dropped the ball on that. No, like yeah. they swerve is uh, not gonna let him drop the ball. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, you you know that he has his hands around his character and what's going on with him a little bit. And you can tell they, they trust him. You can mm-hmm. tell Tony puts mm-hmm. him out there in key and critical times. I think. Um, don't hold me in this, but I, I hope it's true. I think that you know Swerve have always has like one of the higher quarter hours, and they're aware of that, so they put him out in prime um, spot. So. They they know what they have in him and Swerve is gonna let it um go down. Um but when's MJF come back? Because I feel like if you don't give Swerve the title sooner than later, he may not get it because like, you know, MJF gonna come back. He has a stick at the uh, at the at the title. And Does he? Or is his thing going to be just against Adam Cole? Adam, yep. He's gonna go after Adam. I think that's so I so I think you can play with the title scene because if you just have him and, and Adam in a long-term feud. He's good with not having the title without even thinking about the title. Well, shit, so when's Adam coming back? It, it feels like he's going to be out for another year. I didn't think it takes this long to get over a broken ankle. Between him and Sasha, Mercedes, how long it's taking him to get over these ankles? I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, did, you, did, they've been playing basketball all their lives, huh? The thing with uh, MJF, though, they said he's going to try to rehab his injuries. So he didn't have to have surgery because if he had to have surgery, he may be out almost a year. Hmm. So, again, of course, we know he keeps his stuff close to the vest. So we yep. ain't going to hear a peep out of when he's coming back and where he, what he's doing or where he's at until he wants us to, to know. Hey, let me ask you a question real Both of you guys a question. So if you're, if you're an athlete, you're getting paid. Would you take the year off and just get it taken care of? Would you just rehab it and potentially, and then potentially, and, and never really be where it needs to be, 
and you're young, right? Cause he's like, what, 26, 27? 26 or 27, something like that. Like, right? So do you go ahead and say, all right, I'm gonna take this year off and get my body right. So that way I'm not having, well, there are always gonna be injuries, right? Especially the way these guys wrestle. Um, but do you just go ahead and get taken care of so you don't have to worry about it, you know, a year, two, three years later? I believe our body is self-healing and I accept that. So I would truly just go based off of what my doctor advice would be. If based off my age, if I'm 26 and my doctor says, yep, I think in three to four months, you're going to be good. Just let your body heal. Take care of yourself. Then I would do it that way. Um, not being that, being almost double that age, well, not double that age, being a lot older, I probably would have to go ahead, do the surgery, and let me just rehab, and hopefully my bone grows back stronger around it. But again, but shit, you, off of actually for us though, the older you got, get this, the worse the surgery is, right? Because it takes you a longer time to come back from the surgery. Yeah. But yeah, if you're talking about longer. the bone itself, talking about bone itself, at least so with the break now, your bone will grow back on top of that. So if you can get like again, assuming if you get surgery to fix a broken or something torn, I I don't know how that works medically. I'm just saying whatever the doctor says is the best course of action for me, then that's what I'll take. My answer changes from wrestling to sports because you said sports. Sports, I would take the year off. Basketball, football, baseball. Wrestling, I would do the rehab. Because in wrestling, there is that legit, your spot's been taken now. In sports, I got a contract. So if I'm a star in sports, yeah, they may have to bring another person on the roster to replace me for that said year. But if I'm a baller, I'm a baller. Right? They know I'm coming back next year. We got you. We got your spot. But in wrestling, yeah, if you can tell me I can be like 80, 85 percent and then I can work around, I can work around that injury potentially. Hell, Brian Cage has been working with a torn, was he, he tore his lap. Oh, I thought you said his back. Well, I guess the lap is in the back, but it's spinal. Spinal. Hey, but there's a difference between Brian Cage and MJF, right? Like MJF is a generational talent. Like, ain't nobody hey, taking man, his spot. Hey, my guy, Swole Marine, he be killing it out there. Man, hey, Brian love, Cage. Brian hey, Cage. If, if, if Brian Cage take time off, Tony ain't never put his ass back on TV. Yikes. Guaranteed. Yikes. <laughs> and once again, with that, we out of here. Great way to finish. The happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy so beginning of Lent. this on Wednesday. Uh, happy Lent. Happy Valentine's Day. Ash Wednesday. All that kind of good stuff. We back on Sunday. Socials real quick. YouTube. That's freaking wrestling. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a family member. Of course, we already talked about X, Instagram, and we just started a TikTok. Rhodesia's got to figure that out. And one day, we got to figure out how to show you guys the chat that we have, just the three of us, while we are doing the podcast. Could be just as entertaining as <laughs> the actual podcast itself. So if you ever see you me typing, you know what I'm doing. On Sunday. <laughs>